As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, y'all. I'm back. Today's a new day. Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, and all we have is 24 hours. How are you going to make your 24 hours great? Well, shout out to you for listening to me. Kudos. Today, I just, I'm just babbling today. I just want to talk, I guess you could say current events, what's going on in the world, because boy, what is going on in the world? So today I'm going to talk about... Jacqueline Avant. She was the wife of the music legend who was killed. I want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse and Crystal Kaiser. I want to talk about Antonio Brown and Mike Edwards. I'm going to talk about Ethan Crumbly. And then I'm going to finish it off with a trending topic that's baffling me a little bit. (coughs) Excuse me. So, As I stated, Jacqueline Avant, she was the wife of a music legend, Clarence Avant, and she was killed in her home on Wednesday. Ariel Maynard, he tried to rob them, and I'm assuming Jacqueline woke up or, you know, she caught him or whatever the case may be, and he shot her and killed her. You're a big, big bozo. First of all, this woman was in her 80s. She was 81 years old. Are you kidding me? So, you see this nice house. Lives, they live in an affluent neighborhood. They have money. You go in the spot. You try to rob them. You get caught. Instead of leaving, you shoot this lady. What? That's somebody's great great grandmother. What is wrong with you? First of all, why are you breaking into someone's house? That's number one. Like, you have no home training. Secondly, you have no respect, no morals, no values, nothing that you break into someone's home. They wake up, you get caught, and you shoot this old lady. Like, are you kidding me? That's, I don't, I'm not understanding that. But I pray for Mr. Avant and send my condolences to the family and to the Maynard family. My condolences to y'all as well, because now this is another lost soul who is now lost to the justice system. And we know how that works. Leading me to my next topic, Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm sorry, guys. I hate to sound ignorant, but 
as outraged as I was by the verdict, I wasn't surprised. Like, not guilty after killing two men and wounding one by way of self-defense. Mind you, neither Joseph Rosenbaum or Anthony Huber had a gun, so I'm not sure how that was self-defense at all. But he was found not guilty. Cool. But Crystal Kaiser, she shot her sex trafficker twice and set his house on fire after being sexually abused and used for a year. Why is that not self-defense? This man is physically and sexually abusing me on the daily for 365 days. And I finally find the strength to escape him. And I, I'm sorry, but he had to go. And I'm going to face life in prison. The disparity. Not only is she African-American, but she's a woman as well. Wow, that's insane. But Mr. Rittenhouse is walking around smiling because he got off on self-defense. Yet there's protests being held for him to be hurt. For someone to hurt him. They want him now to be hurt. So now he's probably going to have to go into witness protection and be protected because he got off for killing two people by way of self-defense. Interesting. Very, very interesting the world that we live in. Like, it's crazy. Leading me to the next topic of buffoonery. Like, it makes me laugh. My son came home today, today, and he told me, Mommy, you know coronavirus has a brother named Omicron? What are they teaching you in school? Why is this something that we are discussing? Like, why is this a topic of conversation in school? Yes, they need to be educated and made aware of what's going on in the world. But coronavirus, I'm sick of COVID. I am sick of the vaccine mandate. I am sick of everything surrounding it. And I just pray that the end is near. However, with a third variant, second variant, whatever you want to call it, present and being more prevalent and more deadly, it leaves me with little hope. But I want to talk about how funny this is to me that Antonio Brown, who's a wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Mike Edwards, which is the safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are being suspended for producing forced vaccination cards. The reason why that is so hilarious to me is because there's nothing new under the sun. And why did the government think that their forceful bullying tactics would not result in such buffoonery? Like, honestly, I'm not pointing no fingers. I'm not telling nobody business, but I got a couple friends that produce false vaccination cards so they could keep their jobs. And as crazy as that sounds, how could you be mad at them? They need their jobs, but they don't want to be vaccinated, but it's being forced upon them. So they got to do what they got to do. But now they're in trouble. Now they're in trouble. Mm hmm. And again, I don't have an opinion on the vaccine. That's none of my business. If you choose to get it or you choose not to get it, that is totally in a thousand percent up to you. Personal choice. Nobody's business. Not violating HIPAA over here. Sorry. But 
the tactics, the way in which the government is forcing this on people is utterly disgusting. It disgusts me that people have to give up their livelihoods. In October, business was down 40 to 60%. Whoa. That's more than half. The Long Beach emergency room had to temporarily close because there was they were short-staffed because of the COVID mandate. Schools in Michigan, New Hampshire, Hudson Valley, they had to switch to remote learning due to staff shortages, due to the vaccine mandate. Medical facilities and schools being shut down due to this vaccine mandate seems crazy to me. Like crazy is like for a lack of better words, because what those are two major industries within the world and they're being shut down because people don't want to get vaccinated and it will be put on the people. Oh, people don't want to get vaccinated. They don't care about protecting other people and this, that and the third. No, uh -uh. I think it's crazy that the government, the world would put such a mandate on people, forcing them to give up their careers, give up their livelihoods, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> give up the means to take care of their families, like give up their passions because they don't wish to put this vaccine in their bodies. I'm no politician, but I can name a few alternatives that I feel will be more effective and getting people to get the vaccine rather than offering them $100 and telling them that they can't assimilate into society because they are not vaccinated. Here's one for starters. Anything COVID related, COVID testing, if you're diagnosed with COVID, you have to be in the hospital because of COVID. Your health insurance, if you have health insurance, doesn't matter if you have the elite health insurance or you have Medicaid, Medicare, whatever. It ain't covered. So now... You don't want to be vaccinated, but you have a job. So you have to be COVID tested weekly. That's $50 to $100 a week. At some point in time, the person that says they don't want to be vaccinated realizes that for the greater good of their personal life, their family, their livelihood, their passion, their careers, taking care of themselves and being a part of society, they're going to go get that vaccine because $50 to $100 every week adds up and they can't afford to be giving that money to the government when they're barely making enough to make ends meet to feed their families. Now you get sick with coronavirus and you have to go to the hospital, test and machines and medicines and ventilators, all of that. You need all of that. You're in the hospital for months in a coma. Now you owe them your entire life because you didn't want to get vaccinated. You're going to tell all your friends and your family, associates and enemies, go get vaccinated. Because if you get diagnosed with it, boy, you're going to be in a poorhouse. I just feel like those alternatives are better incentives rather than telling people that they're not going to be able to take care of their families because they don't want to be vaccinated, especially those in the medical field who were on the front line of this when the when this thing started, when, when coronavirus became a thing. These people were in hospitals, medical offices daily, bringing it home to their families, maybe or maybe not. Either, either way, they were exposed to it and now they're being told they can't work because they don't want to put it in their bodies? Come on. That sounds crazy. Like, it, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So in addition of schools closing and emergency rooms closing, 
tis the season, there's a shortage of Santa Clauses. So there won't be as many St. Nick's. There won't be as many locations to go take picture with Santa Claus. And I'm an avid, avid, avid holiday celebrator. I love this time of the year. I'm big on this time of the year. And I'm with all of it. Yes, my kids believe in Santa Claus. And they write letters to Santa Claus. And we have Buddy, our little elf on the shelf. And the fact that so many kids will miss the opportunity to see Santa Claus because of this COVID mandate is disgusting. It's just, it's detrimental. I don't understand why they're not seeing how the mandate is detrimental. But I tell you, seeing as business was down 40 to 60%, the minority is going to turn into the majority. And then what will they do? When the majority is unvaccinated and now businesses have to close and schools have to go remote and hospitals have to close because they don't have enough staff and restaurants are closing and people can't get takeout and things of that nature. Like, then what? Our economy is already in bad shape, so I don't get it, but I digress. Let's talk about Ethan Crumbly. Another school shooting that took four lives, injured seven, and it's just, honestly, looking at his picture, he looks like he has no remorse, and I hate to say this, honestly, but he looks crazy. He looks like a psycho. Fifteen years old, with his dad... Brand new, semi-automatic, took it to school, and after his parents had a meeting in the school because his teachers noticed behaviors that were alarming, what he did specifically or how he was acting specifically hasn't been said, but there was a meeting held early in the day with his mom and dad because of his behaviors that were alarming to these teachers. But after the meeting, they said he could stay in school. He stayed in school. He went to the bathroom, came out the bathroom bussing. Boy, make it make sense. At this point, I know when I was in school, there was a great debate on metal detectors. It was a huge thing about metal detectors being in schools. They're traumatizing. These kids are not in jail. Why should they be subjected to walk through metal detectors and be frisked and this, that, and the third? For this reason, because the amount of mass school shootings that we're experiencing today is ridiculous. So I feel like it should be mandatory that all schools have metal detectors. Because why are children in elementary school through high school to college are able to bring guns on campus and in schools, and this is able to happen. I have three children that go to school. I don't want to have to be worried about my kid being shot, being targeted, accidentally getting shot, experiencing a school shooting. None of that. None of that. My daughter doesn't like fire drills. So imagine the lockdown drill, how she feels experiencing that. And then imagine if it actually really happened. Oh, my goodness. This is insane. And maybe the security guards, they need to have more training. And maybe teachers need to take self-defense classes as well. And they need to learn how to disarm guns and take guns away from students or whatever the case may be. Because, no, not every situation can be prevented. But there's too many accidents happening 
And I do appreciate at the fact that this boy's family, his mother and father are being looked at for prosecution because what are we doing as parents? You guys know that I'm not prejudiced. This is a humble, open, transparent place. Very candid with you guys. Not biased at all. I remember being left in the home with my younger cousins because I was the only child. So it was not my siblings. It was my younger cousins. I was in the house with my cousins while my mother, aunt, grandmother, while they went out and made sure everything was taken care of. When they came home, everything in that house was taken care of. I would never leave my children in the house by themselves today. Not because I feel like they're irresponsible, although I do. They have too much access to too many resources that would allow for them to hurt themselves or hurt one another or burn my house down or worse. They have too many resources. So no, I'm sorry. Kids are too curious, left alone, too much time on their hands. Absolutely not. So with that being said, I, as much as, you know, people like to have guns for protection for whatever reason, would never have one in my house. Because even if my children don't know how to use a gun, they can Google it and YouTube and Google will tell them everything they need to know. So how are you monitoring your children and really knowing what's going on in their world? And especially paying attention to their personality and mannerisms. When my kids are off, I'm all up in their business, on their bodies. What's up? What's going on? Why are you acting like this? Tell me what's up. My son came home and told me that he was being bullied at school. I want to know who, what, where, when, why, who'd you tell, what they do, what were the consequences, who's this little boy, what does he look like? I want everything because bullying is a big thing. And if you're not noticing that your child is changing or, you know, they're not themselves, you need to start asking questions. And if they're not telling you anything, ask the teacher. Like, you're your child's advocate. And you need to find out these things. So the teacher talking about he displaying these behaviors that were alarming. What was he doing at home? He wasn't acting a little weird. He wasn't a little off at home because it's not making sense. And regardless of, like I said, you can lock your gun up, you can do whatever you want, put it away, secure it, all of that. I could go on YouTube and find out how to pick a lock, combination lock, key lock, pin lock, pad lock, all of that. Get access to the gun and learn all the different parts to the gun and do whatever I need to do to operate that gun. So, yeah, we need to do better. And my final note leading up to parenting there is a trending topic right now on little boys wanting kitchens i'm sorry guys i don't see anything wrong with that i don't feel like a little boy should not have a kitchen i do feel like if your son does come to you and ask you for a kitchen asking why he wants a kitchen like what you want a kitchen for because there are world-renowned chefs. There are cooks. There are chefs. There are men that get busy in the kitchen. And they are heterosexual and love them some women. And remember, I speak to life experiences. 
my sons, they had a kitchen and a supermarket. And they tore both of them up. Yet they utilized them in the capacity in which I bought them for. They needed to go to the supermarket to buy the groceries to cook in the kitchen. I'm sorry, I have three sons. And the way in which my peers talk about these trifling girls... There's no way I could trust or hope that you're raising your daughter to be in the kitchen to cook my son a good meal. And if my son ain't eating, he got, she got to go. So, yes, my children are being raised to be domesticated. And my sons will know how to get busy in the kitchen because I get busy in the kitchen. And they like good food. And even if your daughter could cook, it might not be to their liking. So maybe they want to help. So they need to know how to move around the kitchen. So if a little boy wants a kitchen, let him get a kitchen. And not for nothing, if he's in elementary school, that's a part of the curriculum. That's one of the centers. That's one of the, you know, where children are learning how to, you know, <clears throat> role playing, team building, self-awareness. These are all things that they're learning while playing in these kitchens. So your son's in elementary school, pre-K, maybe even kindergarten. They're in the kitchen in school. Now, if homie talking about he want a kitchen because he want to be a mommy in the kitchen, then yeah, maybe I have a little bit more to talk about. If he comes to you and asks you for a vanity set, yeah, maybe y'all got something to talk about. But um, a kitchen? Kitchens are pretty unisex because I know a lot of male chefs. I have a really good friend who's a chef. So I don't see the problem. And I see that they have been comparing it to little girls wanting cars and tool sets and things like that. There are female contractors. There are, you know, females who love cars. I love cars. Like, I love them. I love everything about them, from how they work to how they're created. So if my daughter asks for a car, I might ask her why she want to play with cars to see what she says. And if she says something like, oh, she likes cars, or she want to see how the car works, I'm going to get her a car. And again... I don't want my daughter to depend on a man to have to do anything for her. Yes, I want her to be loved by a man that will give the world for her. But I want her to be able to take care of herself. And if she needs to put something together or take something apart or she gets a flat tire, she needs to be able to do that by herself. So I really don't see what the issue is here. It's all on how the child feels they want to use these things. What if my daughter wants the tool set because her Barbie camper broke and she needs to fix it? And she doesn't want to ask her brothers, so she needs one of her own. I'm not going to question that or feel like, you know, she might be transitioning over to that LGBTQ community. Absolutely not. But the fact that this is a trending topic just solidifies the fact that LGBTQ, this 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 community and their ways and what they believe and how they feel is being forced upon us heterosexuals and they don't care how we feel. Now we fear letting our children play with unisex toys because of how people are carrying themselves in the world today. That is a whole nother topic for another conversation for another day. But I just need to, you know, let you guys know what's going on in the world and keep you abreast of these things because we are living in a crazy world today. But, you know, I love you and I want you to love you. And, you know, I want you to go be great. So go be great.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.